home of Patriots Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. From a topical, comical, and knowledgeable Boston sports talker dropping in hotter than a tropical climate Breaking news, he supplies it And you want the truth? Scoops, Keith will find it He's talking about all the sports And he's also a hashtag dork And a father of two sweet daughters The leader of your squad for you evening marauders And night commuters Tune in and sit tight Six to ten, more like six to midnight Ow, the mic's hot on the Night's Watch crew Celtics, Bruins, Pats, and Red Sox too Doing this since the Rich Keith Project Now we has got podcasts and Twitch stream content KWFE on WEEI It's the Rich Keith Show, so here's your guy Welcome into the Rich Keefe Show here on a Monday night little sprint show up until Monday Night Football. And actually, what a matchup. Maybe the best matchup you could possibly ask for. A rematch of last year's Super Bowl. Eight and one Eagles taking on the seven and two Chiefs in Kansas City. Uh, that will come your way. Uh, 7.30 here on WEEI. And uh, we'll have our bets on that coming up momentarily as well as... Uh, Great, great game. I think it's two and a half point spread in favor of the Chiefs. Of course, Patriots uh, did not play. So he did not have to take in a three-hour Patriot game yesterday uh, as they were enjoying the bye week. And now we're on to the must-lose week. That's right. We talked about it a little bit last week briefly, but we are on to a must-lose week for the Patriots as they take on the Giants. Who? Stupid of them. They won their game yesterday. The Giants... Pulled out a victory, so they jumped to uh, three and eight, and now have the uh, the fifth pick in the draft. The New England Patriots picking third, as it stands right now, a top three pick in a year where the top three pick is ultra uh, valuable. We played some uh, cut of Todd McShay, who's been covering the draft forever last week, and he was really hyping up the fact that the top three picks are really where it's at. It's like he, I think he referred to it as uh, three diamonds in this draft, and then after that is sort of there's a line, and then you can maybe get a very good player, a good player, whatever, but you want a top three pick, and it is right there in the grasp of the New England Patriots. And I don't think it makes you a bad fan to make you uh, to, to root for them to lose. If anything, I think you're a big-picture fan. You are somebody that, that is thinking about the, the long haul for the Patriots. Nick Fitzy Stevens joining us now. Yes, he is. Fitzy, how are you, sir? Oh, Richard, good evening, and congratulations once again on your show before Monday Night Football, man. Hot spot. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for being here at 6. Appreciate it. Hey, listen, I do the best <laughs> I can. Technology issues aside. Yes. You know, I am all about being prompt, being available, of course. and being DTF and LFG, baby. The best ability is availability. And, uh, Fitzy, this is going to kind of pull on, on your strings a little bit here. Oh. Rooting for the Pats to lose. Are you th- are you there yet? Because I, I know it goes against everything you stand for. Right. But where, do you, where are you at? Because I am fully watching college football, looking at the Tankathon, seeing what Chicago, the Giants, Arizona, Carolina are doing. I'm full in on that because I think anything else is kind of useless, really, at this point. Yeah, I mean, it does go against every grain and fiber and little bit of training in my body to 
openly root against the Patriots, Rich. Like, right. it's just like that goes against like RoboCop had the prime directive, you know, you know, not to hurt anyone from OCP. Uh, it's a deep pull, folks. Just uh, try to keep up. <laughs> I can't root against the Patriots openly. That being said, I will no longer the remainder of this season bemoan, begrudge, or be upset about any defeats because I know at the very end there there could potentially be a greater good, a reward yep. for the Patriots, which would be the opportunity to grab a quarterback of the future, the receiver of the future, a tackle and a receiver and a quarterback. Everything that this franchise, which I believe suffers from a major, major talent discrepancy with the majority of the rest of the conference needs, mm -hmm. everything that they could possibly want and need, they could go get next year and quickly turn things around. Suddenly, all those games you lost by three, four, and seven can go the other direction if you keep some of the talent infrastructure you have. So it's okay. Go ahead. Lose to Tommy DeVito. Lose to the Jets. <laughs> lose to lose to Taylor Swift and the, yeah. the Chiefs. Like sure. give them good games. Give us yep. something fun yep. to be proud of and watch. But go ahead. It's okay, guys. It's okay. All right. So one of the uh surefire, at least at the beginning of the season, slam dunk franchise altering draft picks was man by name of Caleb Williams, mm. the reigning Heisman winner, Southern Cal quarterback, who uh this year has not played as well. He also uh, made headlines by saying he wanted partial ownership of the team that drafted him. Yep. And he has now lost several games on the season. In fact, five losses after Saturday against UCLA. He also cried mm -hmm. on his uh, mom's lap following a loss. Yep. And this past Saturday, again, after losing to the Bruins, he declined to speak to the media. After the game, so that was the one that bothered me the most. Really? Okay, so out of the the all of the things with with Caleb Williams, him kind of bailing there, because man, I he's a I think he's still a great player. Like you can you can poke holes in every single prospect. He's still you a see great that player. One legged throw, yeah, it's about sixty two yards that he threw. He's uh, against sick. UCLA in the first quarter. But, oh, come on, but the maturity thing is definitely real, and it it kind of has. Everyone's like, oh, he's kind of he's like Mahomes, and he's like this. I'm like, well, he's also a little bit like Ryan Leaf. And that kind of scares me away a little bit because you're this guy. You're like, oh, he's a little immature. He's young. It's like, yeah, but he's also going to be thrown into a spot where he is the guy. Like he's going to have to be the guy day one. And could he could that could he get swallowed up in that kind of pressure? Well, don't forget, Patrick Mahomes was supposed to be the guy and they were unbelievably enamored of his talents in Kansas City. They sat on him for an entire professional football season. That's true. Now, being what picked. 10 or 12 a little different yeah. than number one overall i don't think caleb williams i i honestly think now at this point there are so many oh, okay miniature red flags if you will yeah that, uh people are gonna back off of it now we've got yeah. two, two, three, four, five, <laughs> almost six months we do to be able to i know uh, to be able to over debate this you know paralysis by analysis i you know i said this year pat's nation turned into resignation because people aren't as interested as they were at the start of the season because the team's two and eight. Mm -hmm. Now I think Pat's nation is going to go from resignation to speculation nation, Rich. They're going to just start wondering what is it the team needs the most and who's going to be available where and could they possibly get the number one overall pick or maybe two and would Belichick screw it up? Will Belichick even be there? I don't know. Yeah. So many questions. So much time. So much going on. But yeah, Caleb Williams, now that it's at least a debate on whether or not he would be the first pick, whether or not the Patriots should take him. Obviously, there's Drake May, the other quarterback from North Carolina, and there's Marvin Harrison Jr., 
the uh, yo, you're making a noise. You're like him. Well, I watched a good deal of that that Drake May UNC Clemson game, and yeah. while Drake May seems to be a more mature yes. young young gentleman sure than is. Caleb Williams of USC, mm-hmm. he's good. I was not like blown away. I mean, mm-hmm. he certainly looks the part of a prototypical NFL quarterback. But did I watch that and say, "There, yes, that's the guy, yeah. Savior"? No, no, no. I didn't I know. see. I didn't see. Look, Peyton Manning never won a national championship. He went to the pros. He couldn't beat later. Florida. T. Peyton Martin Manning went. couldn't beat Florida. What no, a coward! And he couldn't win a title. Yeah. And then he comes to the pros, and he's one of the five greatest quarterbacks There's ever. That. So yeah, that too. You know, we can't hold them to that individual particular standard. But again, the eye test, just the sort of general, like, oh man, what is this guy doing? What what does this guy got? And I just keep. I started the season on Caleb Williams. Yep. And then you know I've got a soft spot for JJ McCarthy, but he's not. Oh, a do you talent. watch him? You watch him this weekend, even though Walter Football says. Oh, big Walt! I know. Last week we were, we, you know, it's never too early to do some mock drafts, and a couple of mocks had JJ McCarthy going to the Patriots early. I'm like, I don't want JJ McCarthy, and we were getting tweets over the weekend too. Like, you watching this? Like, this guy's trying to throw pick after pick after pick, and that isn't even the Ohio State game yet. So, no, 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 I don't want JJ McCarthy. I would still, I would take Caleb Williams still, but I think you need to be prepared for. Yeah, it's it's not going to be perfect. Strong, you need a yes, a strong voice, someone in there that is going to set him straight and get him going in the right direction. So it's going to be real difficult. I'm yeah, I'm I'm tell you, I think I'm like a lot of people, Rich. I'm falling for this Jaden Daniels guy out of LSU. Okay, yes, we had a caller last week that absolutely loved Jaden Daniels. So eight yeah, touch, that's fine. Guy's averaging like eight touchdowns yeah. a Saturday. It's ridiculous. Yeah, no, running, throwing. So I could be I could be talked into that. The one thing with Caleb Williams, and this is also for five months from now, but you can't have. <laughs> but okay, just talk to you next break. Just remember, I said it on, on November twentieth. Right. Uh, you can't have a quarterback room of Caleb Williams and Mac Jones. You would need Tyrod Taylor or Jacoby Brissett, or just like you would need like a couple of really veteran guys to sort of be there for him. And even then, it still you know might not be perfect. But I, mean, but I don't know. I can't tell you if Mac Jones is going to make the trip to Jersey this weekend to play. Mr. Sunday Sauce, Tommy DeVito, and the Giants, let alone if Mac Jones is going to be here. Oh, I think he is, year. Fitzy. And I'll tell you, we're going to get into this coming up. And by the way, you guys can join us now until 730 at 617 779 7937. You can hit us up on uh, Twitter and Instagram as well, at Rich Keefe Show. But Bill O'Brien spoke today and he answered some questions about the quarterbacks. I thought he had two things in there that were ve- uh, very telling. And it was right after the the Colts game that my spider sense was tingling a little bit. And I'm like, we're going to see this Mac Jones character the rest of the season. Like, we're going to see him again. And I, I feel like it, it wasn't confirmed. It wasn't full uh-huh. on confirmed. But like with all these press conferences, you got to kind of read between the lines. We'll play some audio of Bill O'Brien coming up. But as it stands right now, I, I am still firmly believe Mac Jones is starting on Sunday. Uh, and I am in the I'm now sadly drifting into the same camp. It is not a want issue. It is a belief issue. Can I just share with you real quick Mm -hmm. on the Caleb Williams topic? Earlier today, Mike Cadlick, our beat writer at WAI.com, put out a little video clip of that 60-yard throw that Caleb Williams made against USC, which is just 62 air yards. Holy smokes. Um, And he wrote, the latest at the 33rd team FB 2024 NFL mock draft has the Patriots selecting quarterback Caleb Williams with the third overall pick, to which I quote tweeted it and said, I understand he's got some maturity issues and a little growing up to do, but you'd have to be nuts to not want to try to develop arm talent like this at the pro level. Yeah. <coughs> Pardon me. Yeah, yeah. And 
Now there's this massive argument breaking out in my mention. My mentions are an absolute course. mall brawl on Black Friday. <laughs> awesome. The best of which is Gresh and Giardi yelling at each other. Oh, good. Because Gresh says no, and Giardi says stop it, and then Andy Gresh is... Williams is softer than you, Giardi, and no one would want that, not even you. You know how soft you are. Now he's dragged Fourier into it. Right. I mean, this is... And I, these are three grown men who all have each other's <laughs> phone numbers. You don't need to argue on Twitter. Just text each other. Text you. Call them. Call them if you really want to. Have them on the show. Do whatever you want. What world uh, is this? I don't know. But anyway, we'll, uh, we'll play you some of the uh, Q&A with Bill O'Brien this afternoon, and maybe you read it the same way I do. Maybe you don't. Uh, again, you can join us as we lead you up until a great Monday night football matchup of Eagles and Chiefs. But it's the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy here on a Monday night. Right now, here is Stiz with What's Trending. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEI and WEI.com. The Bruins on the ice tonight. They're on the road in Tampa to take on the Lightning at the Amali Arena. Puck drop at 7 p.m. The Bruins have won two in a row and have just one regulation loss this season. Bruins forward Milan Lucic is expected to be arraigned at Boston Municipal Court tomorrow after being charged with assault and battery over the weekend. According to the police report, a 911 call was made early Saturday morning from a woman saying her husband attempted to choke her. The Celtics, who have the best record in the NBA right now with 11-2, will be looking to extend their win streak to 7 tonight as they're on the road in Charlotte taking on the Hornets tip-off at 7 p.m. Both Al Horford and Derek White will be unavailable. Seas managed to seal the, seal the deal last night against the Grizzlies on the road. Celtics won 102-100 to in Memphis. Marcus Smart was out with an injury, but Kristaps Porzingis showed up to play had himself a great game. He finished with a team-high 26 points and six blocks, including a big block to end the game. Patriots offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien confirmed today that Mac Jones has remained in his usual spot as New England's top quarterback during the team's lone bye week practice. O'Brien said, quote, the other day in practice, Mac took the first team reps. Bailey rotated in there. Will Greer rotated in there as well. Patriots continue to get ready for next Sunday when they'll be in New York to face the Giants. Kickoff at 1 p.m. FindMassMoney.gov wants to help you enjoy your favorite team by helping you find cash you didn't know you had for things like sporting event tickets, food for family gatherings. Go take a look. They're constantly updating the list. FindMassMoney.gov. It's fast. It's easy. It's free. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Ritz Keefe Show coming up. You can stream the show or listen on demand anytime. Just download the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Say W-E-E-I's a favorite and listen wherever you go. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on W-E-E-I. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy W-E-E-I. It is must-lose week for the New England Patriots. They battle the (laughs) New York Giants. Sorry, it's the first must-lose I can recall the first of seven straight. We need to run off seven straight Ella, yep. Ella, Ellas. Yep. Well, th- this one even more so. And the reason why I really fixate on this one, Fitzy, is because you're taking a team that is in your region and you're giving them a win as well. You give the Giants a fourth win on the season. See you later, Giants. Won't be oh, worried about your draft pick. Whereas those other teams, I mean, the, it's probably too wishful thinking that the Patriots would lose out, finish the year with two wins. That would guarantee them a top three pick, depending on what Arizona and Carolina. And I also kind of feel 
with Kyler Murray, Arizona's probably going to win another game or two. Just like they did last week. Now, they lost this week. Spoiler. But it was close-ish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was close-ish. And I think I was saying to Hart today uh, on Six Rings that I feel like Arizona is doing the the best-case scenario tank job. Like, we, we should walk. I can't believe I'm going to say this. We're going to almost <laughs> want to wish that we will be more like the Cardinals the rest of the way. Fight hard. Yeah. Play through. Give you some, like, take some leads. Be up there. And just find a way to yeah. lose. Oh, They'll probably cover each and every. Oh, true. damn it. Dang it. We lost again. And, oh, and then, game, guys. And then Carolina doesn't oh, even have their pick. Suck. Now, the problem is they're just so bad. But they're not. Like, their coach, for example, wouldn't manipulate a game late because it's not their pick. So, they're, nope. they, they're trying to win every game. They're just awful. They just have a and horrible. he's probably going to get canned, possibly. so he might have to pull a Lovey Smith and try yeah, to win right. a couple so, on the way out the door. So listen, it's possible. Like, I don't think you can rule out the number one pick by the Patriots, and that's why it's such a, a big game nope. coming up Sunday against the Giants. Now, today, Bill O'Brien spoke, the offensive coordinator that was going to come in here and uh, save the day, and a lot of questions surrounding the quarterback play. I think it's going to be Mac Jones again. Uh, but we shall see. They haven't made that announcement. I didn't expect the Patriots to make that announcement. But here's a couple of cuts from Bill O'Brien's press conference today, or I guess Zoom conference today. And let me know if you feel the same way I do after we play this one. Hey, Bill. Um, heading into this weekend, um, is Mac Jones still your starting quarterback? And if not, who who is your plan to start a quarterback against the Giants? Yeah, for me, I, I basically get everybody ready to play. Um you know, so what we try to do is every week, you know, regardless of this week, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, get Mac ready to play, get Bailey ready to play. Uh, and and uh, that's what we do. And so at the end of the day, you know, Bill will make that decision at some point um, and we'll go from there. But but I do believe that uh, we have to we have to continue like we do all the time to earn it on the practice field. Uh, coaches and players, you know, we, we have to, we have to practice better. We have to earn it on the practice field um, all the way around. And and that's, you know, that's what we'll, we'll do. So that's the first one I wanted to play. And what jumped out to me was, you know, Bill O'Brien, it's not his decision, right? It's, it's Bill Belichick's decision. Who's going to be the starting quarterback. And he says, I'm just here to get everybody ready to play, whether it's Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi doesn't even mention Will Greer. So do you know how far away Will Greer is from actually starting? The guy I was like, hey, we haven't really seen him. He's kind of an unknown. Let's give him a go. Let's let's maybe see what Will Greer can do. Started a couple of games four years ago. He's been on NFL teams for the last few years. What could he possibly be? Doesn't even bring him up. Doesn't even mention him. He's like, get Mac ready, get Bailey ready. That's what we've been doing. Now, a couple questions later, he does make a reference to Greer. But the way he says it, he's like, uh, Mac Bailey and even Will Greer. Like I think he just remembered him. Like there's no way that guy's starting. And so we know how much how, of a stiff is he then? He must be the biggest bum in the world. He can't even get <laughs> reps. He's not even getting reps. So doesn't that make it sound like it's down to Mac and Bailey Zappi? And they've already cut Bailey Zappi twice. The big talk out of it is like Bill O'Brien's like this guy really. So doesn't that clip make it sound like it's definitely gonna be Mac Jones the rest of the way? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it kind it of does. does. I mean, yeah. I, I, I had a, a degree of excitement, like I think a lot of Patriots fans did, that they would get to see whether it was Zappy, and that's mm-hmm. just, you know, again, something new. Not like they could expect a seven-game win streak to erupt and Zappy Fever 2.0 would be a greater tsunami than the original was. 
or Will Greer, just something different, something different. because yeah. I, 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 Mac Jones playing now actually makes me feel bad. Like I get the football sads when I watch Mac Jones because I, I spend most of my time feeling badly for the guy. So if he has the football yips, like I can't even think of who oh. you would compare it to, like the uh, Knoblocks. He's well, got the Knoblocks. I mean, like in football, like oh yeah, like Rick yeah. and Keel. Like there's plenty of mm-hmm. baseball examples. I always go to Nick uh, Nick Anderson in basketball. He missed some big free throws in the playoffs. Actually, the finals that one year. Some. And then, yeah, he missed a lot of them. Yeah, and then, <laughs> cost him an NBA Finals game in 94. That and, was awful. And then he kind of went south from there. Football, like, I can't really. Who's the quarterback that you say has the yip? Like, maybe a kicker has the yips, but. Yeah. But, no, Mac Jones has that. And I can't imagine, like, two weeks just thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it is going to help that. Like, if it's really a mental issue right now that's affecting Mac Jones the most. The bye week's probably the worst thing for it. it, or that, or you know, playing that, that, or yeah. still being the starter when you've given so many reasons why you should be pulled from the from the lineup. Yeah, I, like, well, no, I think there have been other quarterbacks who have been sort of you know PTSD'd into mediocre, subpar, or utter uh, play or utter, utter irrelevance just because of poor line play. Your David Carr's, yeah, was a, yeah, sometimes they just don't have it, and sometimes. They can't handle the speed of the game, the environment, the coaching they receive. They can't elevate the talent around them. So Mac Jones seems to be the latest in a long line of high-pedigree players who, for some series of circumstances, has just faltered and fallen by the wayside. But what we've watched is the steady de-evolution of Mac Jones, which is like what like the, uh, the coming apart of Mac Jones, and that's what's been so uncomfortable for me. Yeah, I know, because if he does play on Sunday, and I feel like he will, you're just kind of waiting for that horrible decision or that pass that just doesn't reach it, and then it's just a turnover, and then what? And then you got a pan over on the sideline and see him sitting next to Bill O'Brien, both clueless, yeah. like both just trying, like looking for answers that they're not going to find. So I just double check. turnovers did the commanders have yesterday, Rich? I believe it was six. Yeah, six. It was six, a six-pack of them. The leading passer in the NFL came in, Sam Howell. Three picks, and there were a number of fumbles altogether, leading to a six-pack of turnovers. Yeah. As if the New England Patriots. No, I know. I mean, they're going to play a clean game after, what, the bye week all of a sudden will fix all what ailed their turnover-prone offense? So. I don't think so. Uh, so I just double-checked this. Will Greer mm-hmm. signed with the Patriots mm-hmm. September 22nd. So this Wednesday, he will have been a Patriot for two months I feel like that's enough time to know how to throw a forward pass. I think so. Or who but, to hand the ball to. <laughs> God, I, especially the way they've been doing it. Like, he can't sure. come in here and, and do that. Like, Josh Dobbs. Now, I know Josh Dobbs is a rocket scientist, and he's, mm-hmm. you know, smarter than every other quarterback in the league. But Josh Dobbs got a playbook at, like, at breakfast and was in the game by, you know, supper time. Like, he was <laughs> ready to go leading comebacks. So, I feel like an NFL and, – and Greer's also not a rookie, right? He spent time in Carolina, spent time in yeah. Dallas. He was with Cincinnati before he got cut there. So, I don't know. I feel like either he doesn't have it at all or they just have no faith in him or for some reason – and that's, mm-hmm. let's lead us into this next cut from Bill O'Brien. some reason, they are just adamant about keeping Mac Jones as the starting quarterback. So, here was a follow – so, basically, O'Brien in that first cut was talking about how, hey, my job's just to get guys ready – it's Coach Belichick's decision, and then from there, you know, we can always make some sort of recommendations, but it's Bill's decision. Uh, Bill, you said uh, assistants make recommendations and head coaches make decisions. 
uh, with the quarterback or any position. Uh, ha have you given your recommendation at this point as you guys return this weekend? And what would you say that recommendation is? I, I think that anything that I really believe this, and I think this is important to say, um, I think that anything that's spoken about within the organization in football, this is just me, stays within the organization, within the staff. Um, I definitely appreciate the question, and I know why you would ask the question. Uh, but I think that anything that's spoken about between myself, the quarterbacks, Bill Belichick, Robert Kraft, whatever, stays in the in the organization. I, re I have a strong belief in that. What would you think of him uh, throwing Robert Kraft in there when it comes to quarterback decisions? See, that's what I've been thinking, yeah. that Robert Kraft wants to find out if there's anything else that they could possibly squeeze out of Mac Jones, not only for the remainder of this season, not for the long term, but at least for next year, because there's going to be some bridge work to do. But Oh, true. Yeah, there, there will be. But also this, I, I always would go back and forth because going back to – 2021 and then oh, times. <laughs> what we would hear after the fact was a lot of people made it sound like Robert Kraft made Bill take Mac Jones. Oh, the world famous like you good with this pick video? Yeah. Yeah, like it was almost like they it was almost like that was a, a Robert pick where you're like, Robert never made a pick. Like this has been for better or worse, it's been Bill's picks for twenty plus years. And I was always of the thought, well, if Robert starts stepping in there and doing things that he hasn't been doing, isn't Bill going to say, well, then I'm out of here? However, we know Robert Kraft hired Bill O'Brien back. We know that Robert Kraft made sure that Gerard Mayo stayed, whatever his title is. I don't think it's that crazy to think that he made him take the quarterback after, you know, Bill, or I'm sorry, Robert listened to Bill about life after Tom Brady. Like, hey, we need to move on from Tom Brady. And maybe after the Cam Newton year, Kraft was like, uh, listen, <laughs> I was on your side with the moving on from Brady. Brady just won a freaking Super Bowl. Cam Newton had uh, a week and a half of good football in him. You're taking the quarterback. And then because Robert has been so adamant about taking Mac Jones, he now can't possibly watch this guy get lose his job, even though he's lost his job in-game multiple times. What, four times I can think of? No, it's been three, but let me ask you No, this. three you... times this year and then once last year against the Bears. So I'm saying, oh, like, God, within, yeah. like, a 20-game 20, 20 span, he's lost the job four times. Wait, what? What? Yeah, let's just pump the brakes <laughs> and stop right there for a second. What starting quarterback in the NFL has been benched four times in the first two and a half seasons of his career? And he, at, Period. Right. Or rather, I should say, full stop. And uh, I'll follow up with... What quarterback has been benched four times in the first two and a half years of his NFL career and gone on to have a successful career? Because the answer has to be never. <sighs> Man, I can't. I, yeah. Well, we'd have to look this up. But somebody like Geno Smith, like, was he benched a few times? Or I mean, I wonder. Just like, I'm thinking of guys that struggled and then needed a change of scenery and then were good later on in their careers. Like but Zach, I always... Zach Wilson was just finally benched for the first time yesterday. Well, he was ultimately bad. I mean, well, now that Tim Boyle's the man, I mean, you can't say no to Tim Boyle. <laughs> Tim Boyle. They did try to replace Zach Wilson with Aaron Rodgers, obviously. So yeah, that yeah, would yeah. be the second benching, if you will, right. of Zach Wilson. Right. No, but I mean, I. It, it is funny that I don't. I don't even know if O'Brien meant to say it, but he's sort of like, "Hey, any kind of football discussion, we're going to keep in house, and that's you know, with the quarterbacks, with Belichick, with Robert Kraft." I'm like, "Wait, huh?" 
Like, how active is he in the selection like what is process it? or just the general day-to-day? Wasn't he popping in the locker room a lot more now? He's talking to the team before the Germany game. Mm-hmm. Cadlick was talking about the other day like he was in the locker room uh, again, what, late last week, I believe it was, before they had their little break. And what's he saying? Like, what is what, what is he just know. trying to delude himself into thinking that they can turn this around? Is Mr. Kraft, is Robert Kraft like just doing that because he's is he anxious? Obviously, he must be because his son seems borderline apoplectic at this point. Yeah, over the uh, how the Patriots downturn has taken place. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, he seems to be uh, sticking with his guy Mac Jones, but Mac Jones has just been he's just been so bad. But I so I think. It, Robert Kraft is supporting Mac Jones, and I don't know how. Like that's clearly gotten him to this point. Does that mm-hmm. keep him around for next season? Does that does it not? Is there a major change in the offseason? The other main reason I feel good about my prediction that Mac Jones is going to start on Sunday is just because of the backup situation. Like they don't like Bailey Zappi. They let him out there for the league a couple of times. Nobody wanted him. They throw him out there. He is not taking advantage. Last year, he at least provided a spark. There was definitely some, oh, look at him. Look what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, whether it was super sustainable or not, who cares? He at least it, it looked good for a little bit. This year, he's come in in a couple of just, like, horrible situations for the team, but complete a couple of passes, and maybe we feel a little bit different about you. I didn't expect him to lead a comeback uh, against the Colts two Sundays ago. But, I mean, the fake spike throw into five guys on the other team. Like, nothing Zappy has done in his limited time has made, you know, any of the guys on the team, any of the fans, any of the coaches be like, yeah, it should definitely be this guy. These are all complete, <laughs> I'll borrow from Star Trek, these are all total Kobayashi Maru scenarios. They are completely unwinnable. Like, yep. think back to 2014. When Brady gets pulled as the Pats are getting throttled on Monday Night Football, Kansas City Chiefs, let's face it, the Patriots, they're not good anymore, blah, blah. And Belichick said he was so heartened by their effort in the second half and how Garoppolo was able to lead them on a touchdown drive and he saw them never give up and never surrender. and That was great. Okay, so this team doesn't have the same talent, maybe doesn't even have the same heart, doesn't have the same level of compete. So what do you think Bailey Zappi is supposed to do in these scenarios? Now, I'm not saying that yeah, I know, I him missing you. Hunter Henry wide open or throwing into quadruple coverage is excusable or by any stretch a good idea. But, I mean, what do the Patriots expect to happen if Mac Jones, let's say Kayvon Thibodeau comes around the corner. Uh-oh, yeah. strip sacks for touchdown Giants, New York football Giants. And it's time to pull Mac Jones again. I mean, what are we going to do? Just put him back out there the following week against the Chargers, too? It's insane. I kind of think it's so. It's such a bad... It is I kind of think so. Such a dysfunctional situation. Well, it all goes back to the... Uh, he gets benched in consecutive weeks against Dallas and New Orleans, where they scored a total of three points as a team. And then the next week, the only other active quarterback for game day was Malik Cunningham. So... He went from being benched two weeks in a row to actually having the most job security he's ever had in his career. Uh, you know, and the thing is, like he, <laughs> like what he, are we yeah, doing? Not like he earned that in any stretch, but you nope. know, in that Vegas game, in that Vegas game, he oh, he did throw a mind-numbing interception. Yep, That's sure right. did. But he also dropped that dime in Parker's hands. Yeah, just like in in every game, you know, bad pick against Washington, but also dime to Rager. I know. There's not even, Rich, there's not even anybody that the Patriots picked up 
traded for, elevated from the practice squad, or that we're seeing no, come back from injured reserve There's nothing. that is going to show up Sunday and be like, the cavalry is here, or hey, guys, <laughs> no one's going guess to help who's us. finally getting some looks? Nobody, nothing, zero. No, and that's why it's more of a, listen, if somebody has something else to watch the rest of the way besides hoping for losses, I'm all ears. I would love to hear it. Maybe, maybe there's one I'm not thinking of. I can only talk about Pop Douglas and Kayshawn Booty so much. Right, like I hope those guys do well. I hope they're a part of the the future, but I'm not going to hold my breath on it. Defensively, Gonzalez is, is gone. It, it would have been him. Clearly, it easily would have been him. So at least you have a guy on defense to sort of uh, a, a part of the the process and a part of the future going forward. But other than that, holy smokes, what a rough rough roster. Uh, you can join the program at six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. We got ourselves a hell of a Monday night football game: mm-hmm. Eagles and Chiefs tonight from Kansas City. Most important news: It sounds like the uh, Kelsey parents and the Taylor Swift parents are going to meet. Yes, is that right? Swifts and the uh, Swifts and Kelsey team trailer is going to finally meet up. But no, but no Taylor. I heard. Oh no, she's not going. Weird. Oh well, she's like in Argentina or something, right? Yeah, she's halfway or down under. She's got yeah, she's she, in another country. She has other things going on. She's making yeah. like thirty million dollars by doing a tour or whatever. Yeah, or more than that. Maybe 20, is it ten million a night? What did what did they say with her? It's definitely more than thirty million for just the tour. I think it's like yeah. ten per show yeah. or something like that. She like she's t- nice. Takes home. Must be nice. Not bad. Not too it's bad. It's grimy money right there. It That's is. right. Uh-huh. All right, we will uh, pick the game. We'll also give you uh, a prop. Plus, we have what happened in the NFL uh, coming up at 7 o'clock. It's the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy here on WEI. You can watch the show anytime via our live stream on Twitch. Just go to twitch.tv slash Boston WEI. And check out WEI on YouTube for our video on demand content updated daily. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEI. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show, WEI with Fitzy. It's a Monday night. That means the Monday Night Football game comes your way. Wrapping up week 11, Chiefs and Eagles. Last year's Super Bowl matchup. Eagles have the best record in football at 8-1. Kansas City Chiefs not far off at 7-2. Chiefs are home. They are two-and-a-half point favorites and as we do on every monday night we uh we pick the game and then we also give you a prop and despite all the different picks that we've had throughout the year believe it or not somehow some way myself fitzy and stiz are all six four and two winning records betting the monday night game against the spread i'll take not, it not too shabby Look not at too us. shabby. And I got to tell you, Richard, I am very, 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 very excited about tonight's game because last week we had those five. No, by the time it got to Monday night, we had six. That's right. A six pack of games that ended last minute on a field goal. Right. Yesterday's slate was, dare I say, subpar. Yeah. Not the it best. Was la- lackluster. Yeah, if sure. You will. Sure. Well, that's because the Patriots weren't playing. I was going to say, now some may say that's because the Patriots yeah. weren't playing, bro. No pass game. To which I'll say, no, it was actually a pretty mid slate, if you will, but it does have a marquee matchup tonight. Big time. At Kansas City, or as they like to call it, Guh Field at Arrowhead. <laughs> I have no idea what G E H A is, but I'm I just not like sure. To say, yeah, that's the noise Chiefs fans make when they wake up in the morning <laughs> or get off the potty. Guh. So, uh,. So I'm fired up for this game, yes, and I gotta be tell good. you, I was leaning all week one way, and today I changed my mind. Really? What made you change? 
Actually, what, what, first of all, what's your pick? And then what, what made you switch? I am going to take the chefs, giving really? two and a half in a rematch of Super Bowl 57. Uh-huh. Uh, you know what it was? I just, I just couldn't see the world champion, the defending Super Bowl champion, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, losing on their home field on the night that the Kelseys and the Swifts make meeting at good Kelsey's just, and Swifts. Now, there's also a rumor out there that he has already asked for uh, the father's blessing, and that they're gonna he's gonna propose there, to her at some point. There was I saw that's a rumor, right? That sounds out there. Yeah, yes, that Taylor Swift. Like, there's some clue somewhere that says Taylor Swift expects to be engaged oh. sometime soon. Man, that is. Yeah. Now, and fair. also, yeah, which this comes on the same day sure. that on the New Heights podcast, I mean, start connecting the dots, or as they say, yeah. follow the money, you know? Follow the money. Or, you know, or they, as they say, where Stiz is from, follow the clues, not the convict. <laughs> uh, uh, today, I just saw from your favorite aggregator, Dove, oh, the Dove. He's on it, isn't he? He's all over yeah. it. No one is more all over it than on it. What does it on say the- on your government ID, Dove Kleeman? <laughs> Uh, hashtag Chiefs future Hall of Fame tight end Travis Kelsey says he's dealing with lingering pain from injuries mm. and is thinking about retirement. Oh my God! Could you? What a confluence of circumstances and events to lead to Travis Kelsey possibly trying to win one more Super Bowl and then find the love of his life wow. and take a take a knee. Sure. Yeah, what I just watched was the uh, the Jason Kelsey documentary on Prime. How is that? Pretty good. I heard it. That's, That's exactly what I've good. heard from most people. Yeah, pretty good. It's uh, he's super likable. Like wh- whether you like Travis Kelsey or not, like I, I get it. Like he's certainly a uh, uh, a character. Like we talked about some of. His, oh yeah, uh, roll! I shut your mouth, Brody. <laughs> yeah, right. Like he lo- a little much. Maybe he gets on stage or whatever. I think at the you know at the core of it, he seems like a good enough guy. You know, oh, yeah. Like, he's, he's not a bad guy by any Taylor stretch. Taylor Swift's team did a like. Yeah. Years long deep dive, and they <laughs> scoured true. every tweet, yeah. and they said they did not find a single objectionable tweet. No, I I think he's probably a good guy, and you can you know whatever. But Jason Kelsey, <laughs> he is super likable. Like I don't know how yeah. anybody doesn't like Jason Kelsey. Uh, I want to. I absolutely want to crush like uh, a brick of non IPAs with him. Oh right? my god, yeah, and it's amazing too because they started doing the documentary before last season, and then the next thing you know, it is. Jason and Travis playing against each other in the Super Bowl. So cool. And it also it does talk about their podcast, the sort of the forming of their podcast. But what's funny with Jason is because he thought he was going to retire. He's been retired because he's even older than Travis. So he thought he was going to retire a few years ago. Then he thought after last year. And I think if they won the Super Bowl, he probably would have. But he didn't. So now he's back as well. And uh, who knows? Maybe they'll retire at the same time and. You know their podcast. Their podcast is pretty successful, I guess. New Heights is terrific, and People all their like followings it. have gone up. And uh, Jason Kelsey was recently nominated by People Magazine as one of the sexiest men alive. Jason Kelsey was not Travis. Jason. Wow. Sure. I mean, why not? I don't yep. see why not. Uh, he uh, he lost to, sadly, you know, McDreamy, Patrick Dempsey. Still the sexiest. Still got man. it, huh? McDreamy? Still Guy throwing 97 out of the pen, Rich. Hoping that he's in Scream 7. That's sort of a that's right. wishful thinking. We'll see. Scream 7? Yeah, he was good in Scream 3. And that's the oh, worst of the mer- franchise. We haven't mercy. seen him since. So I'm, I'm no, thinking maybe you bring him, bring back McSteamy, McDreamy. Don't get a lot of people you can keep bringing back at this point. No, that's true. They are they are killing some of them off. Dempsey made it through. He never that's died. Right. He, he did, made, never died. He survived. And the last one was all right. I liked it. 
I liked it. Uh, I liked it quite a bit. It was actually a fun, not to give away the whole uh, documentary, but one pretty funny story. Jason Kelsey, his wife, they met. Uh, they were a Tinder date for each other, and his wife first saw him, and she's like, she's a sports fan, and so it was just Jason from Philadelphia, and none of the pictures had any kind of eagle stuff. But she was like, I think, like I think that's Jason Kelsey, and then so her and her friends like Googled it, and they're like, yeah, that's definitely him, and so they're like. Either it's somebody pretending to be him or it's him. Either way, it'll be great. And then boom, shows up. It's actually him. Surprised he was on regular Tinder and not like the celebrity Tinder. Straight up. Straight up. What's he he supposed to be on the offensive lineman Tinder called Snapper? Well, there's like a, a there, there's an exclusive Tinder. I'm sure Nick, you, you know, in your days you would have been on. It's called Raya, and that's for like, <laughs> you know, Raya. That's, yeah, that's like the you know secret club Tinder. How do I? How can he? How, how could I, somebody how get, get that? Invite only. It's invite only. Is that like Blue Sky, the fancy Twitter? I'll just be waiting around. <laughs> yeah. You guys got my email? Like, yeah, we got your email. We're yeah. good. Yeah. Raya? We're good. Yeah, it's look like into Na- it. Isn't that right? Isn't that, it sounds like the character, Raya. like a Pokemon character. There probably is a Pokemon there. We get uh, Shyamon to break down the stats for it. So anyway, that's what led yeah. me to pick. Uh, I'll take the I think, Tra- I think Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs show up and show out tonight. As much as... I think the Eagles are still kind of a better team, and the Chiefs are having a hard time getting their offense together, but I, I can't pick against the Chiefs tonight. Yeah, I'm going to take the Chiefs as well. I, I like them at home. I like it that it's inside of uh, three. I can see it's being a really close game. They win this one uh, by three or more. And I, believe it or not, I'm going to take the under 46 because that Chiefs defense is pretty good, and I think sometimes when we get excited about the potential shootout that we could see, it ends up not being that. So... I think, you know, both teams could get, uh, you know, what, 24-20 could be the final score, and then it's just under that uh, that that number. So I will go Chiefs and the under. Stiz? Chiefs all day. Swifty, come on. What are, we, what are we even talking about? Which Swift has a bigger impact on the field tonight, Taylor or DeAndre? Tune in. I hate myself for saying that. Yeah, that was rough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My prop is going to be uh, Prop it up. Bruins game. Jake DeBrusque anytime goal plus two forty. Let's go. Jake DeBrusque goal. All right. Wow. All I right. see. I thought our propositional had to be on Monday Night Football because Stiz always goes. I know. I always wonder. Stiz that. always goes oppo. I usually keep it to the game itself. Stiz usually finds a like a Bruins prop. That's why they call him KOT. <laughs> that's why they call him KOTZ, King yep. of the Zag. <laughs> Right. We're Broadcasting from KOTZ, King of the Zag. It's Diz Grimy. We're, the, we're looking for winners, really. So if you can find me a winner, I don't care where it is. Um, I would have gone with, and I don't even care what it is, I would have gone with whatever the total is over for Jason Tatum because didn't have the best game last night. Saw a video last earlier today talking about, yeah. He's last couple games, little, yeah. He's been, he's been at the cold man's table. He's been at old Uncle Fitzy's table recently. But I saw a video today earlier saying how hype he was to play in Charlotte tonight. So. I would take that, but you know what? I'm going to stay with football. I'm going to okay. go with, right. because of the whole Taylor Swift and the family thing, Travis balls out tonight. Give me Kelsey over seven and a half catches, Ooh. plus 118. Oh, I like it. Very good. Uh, Tatum is 26 and a half is his oh, over He's going to have that in the first half. Yeah, he'll be over I should have taken that. Can <laughs> yeah. I switch? <laughs> he'll be, he'll be <laughs> over both. that for sure. All right, you can join us, 617-779-7937. we got 30 minutes left until uh, Monday Night Football comes your way here on WEEI. So we'll have what happened in week 11 coming up next.